Welcome, 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 everyone, to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. My name is Chana. With me, as always, we have Michael and Joe. What is up, fellas? Happy Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, it's been a, I know it's been a busy weekend for us all. <laughs> we oh, just heard man. some crazy story, and it looked like, um, you know, like a scene out of Jaws or something like that. Like, yeah. Oh, Michael. It's all yeah. good, man. Yeah, a lot of people have, um, my daughter got bit by a dog a couple days ago, and Long story short, had to go to the emergency room and then transfer to another hospital. But they got her stitched up and probably take about six months, he said, before I would do anything to that ear as far as any kind of reconstructive surgery. Let it heal as best as it can. But she's doing good, man. She's off at college. We got her off uh, yesterday and her and my oldest daughter, Rachel. So they're excited. They're getting ready for class. So all is good, man. Could have been a whole lot worse. Yeah, I mean, she's got a got an interesting story <laughs> she got at a least, crazy story you know and some gnarly uh, pictures man and, and I, I think she could even make up a crazier story <laughs> yeah, like, it, and it could be this crazy yeah. thing in college like yeah. people are just like getting to know you oh um yeah, for sure i don't know if you know want to know what happened to my ear that's right because i don't think you can handle that you know like <laughs> she could just play it off like it's something <laughs> even crazier right so i met up with mike tyson this one time and i just jokingly <laughs> 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 ear biting. Oh, that's yeah, great. Sure. Oh. Yeah. yeah no, glad she's she's doing well. Appreciate and, it. And uh it's good to see you, Chan. I didn't I didn't think you were gonna make it today. Yeah, he's I know been busy. uh I know um Aaron said Aaron. that he's very busy making videos for you guys. So uh yeah, I guess we can all have that excuse. So Aaron shouldn't have yeah, any he, excuse. What's yeah, what you trying, doing over he's there? Trying to, he's trying to get caught up, man. He's got a <sighs> big load and uh, Joe, you got a bunch of products in right now. I do, I do. Lot, yeah, it, so. it, t- truthfully, it does get a little bit stressful when you have all kinds of products, and you know you should have had it out like last week or two weeks ago. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to do better at saying no, or at least letting the yeah. companies know. Just say no, Joe. Yeah, just, just say, say no. no. Just say well, no. you know, I, in, in all fairness, I do tell them like, look, I have a ton of stuff right now. If you still want to yeah. send it to me, sure, I'll get to it as soon as yeah. possible. So. That's I think the you. hard thing is, I mean, we've got a lot of opportunities to to review some really cool products. And it's hard to say, no, I don't want to check out your stuff, man. Of course we want to check it out. But I, I know I've I've been in that position where I've got so much. Then you just almost feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, man, you know, and you're trying to bust through these things as quick as possible. But then you feel like you're not doing them justice and spending enough time with them and being thorough yeah. enough. So it's like it's a balance. But. You know, I'm trying to kind of say no to more stuff. And honestly, over the past couple of months, I've just been enjoying it more because mm-hmm. I'm not so stressed out about so many things. You know, I, and I mean, I'm, I'm just waiting for new products to be released. I, I not to say I don't have a ton of stuff here to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to, to deal you with. You got your share too, man. You got a few yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. You got sure. you get the new, um, what's the brand called? The players, the 4K. Oh, players. I think it's Revon. Revon. I think it's Revon. Okay. They were supposed to show up today, but um, I'm, just, I'm checking UPS tracking right now, literally, and there's some delay. So is that supposedly tomorrow? Be kind of like a Oppo clone kind of thing. Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, um, they kind of pretty much look exactly like. Even the back panels are like exactly like. So okay. I'm gonna try and bust ass and do an unboxing of both players because they sent me both the X100 and the X200. Okay. Um, and then do a quick like, you know. What do those retail for roughly? I don't even know. 
Okay. I, I think one of them could be six or seven hundred dollars, X one hundred, and the other one's twelve or thirteen hundred. I don't know. I actually just emailed them. I'm like, hey, I'm, I need some more details because the players yeah. are going to arrive cool. tomorrow. I want to have a video up Wednesday. Uh, where's the buy link? Because pe- right. even like in the Facebook groups, like people are asking me, gotcha. Um, how do I buy this? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, whatever. We got this challenge earlier. Yeah, Before we started, that. we got this challenge and I said, yeah. we get five bucks if we what don't. If we don't say it. Yeah, that's easy. I think we, if we, all, think we all get five bucks. Easy. I could easily do it. it five bucks each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Easy. Like, you got a super chat by the end of the. In the night, if we don't bring it, I up. got. Um, uh, I need to run upstairs and grab a cocktail. It's, it's been a long day at the DMV. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do be your right thing, back. bro. I'll be right Come, back. Yeah, hey, check this out. He says his last service says Aaron's probably writing a review of Amir. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so speaking of that, that is actually my my topic. Um, you know, I would I try not to like respond back on either audio science review or on his because like. You know, sometimes I feel weird about like disagreeing with somebody on their platform. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like it's a little bit yeah. disrespectful sometimes, you know? Like, okay. we can talk about it here, though. This is our platform. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, he he made an hour-long video talking about, you know, how to review speakers. And kind of like, <laughs> the way I took it is like he's saying like why his method is the best or why right. he thinks it's the best. That's and right. And I said, my comment there was... I agree 90 to 95% of what was said here. I mean, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Do you do we agree 90 to 95%? I don't know. Maybe yeah. like 85 or you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's a pretty high amount. And then first comment was this guy who says, "Why would anybody care what you think? You yeah. did a test on Bose direct reflecting speaker and you only pointed the mic at, well, at Mike spelled like you. Mm-hmm. Mike at the woofer and you're wondering why it sounded so bad because of, anyway. Yeah. Um so like, you know, I don't want to get in, I'm not interested sure. in an argument. Right, you know, sure. I thought you know, ninety ninety five percent is pretty good. Yeah, that's argument. High. I'm down. Yeah. What, yeah, am, I, what am I arguing? <laughs> yeah, he's well. He's uh, who? Where was the comment here? So people know. <clears throat> um, just in response to um, Amir's video, so he came. He made a video that said reviewing speakers, measurement, and listening tests. Right, mm-hmm. and so I watched the whole thing, an hour long. And like I said, I agree with most of the stuff, but you know, what's the point? We're not going to talk about all the stuff we agree on. Yeah, but right. I, I, it's easier for me to talk about the stuff we don't necessarily agree on, right? Sure. So in one part, he says that um, you know that our ears get used to bad sound, like you know how some people. I know what he's saying. Some people okay. they test some speakers, and then after a while, they're like, you know what, the speakers broke in, and I like them so much better now, mm-hmm. right? And he, what he's saying is like, yeah, your ears just got used to that sound, mm-hmm. right? And what I think what he was trying to say was, you know, he gets speakers in and out very quickly because he throws them on the clip. Well, the, you know, yeah, maybe a, speak, a day or two, he gets them out. And he's kind of defending his position that, you know, people are saying, well, how could you possibly know in a day or two how, what a speaker mm-hmm. sounds like? Right. Um, and that's what he said. You know, it's, sure. it's actually better because I listened to it real quick. And then that's it. I don't, I don't have that issue with getting used to the bad sound or good sound, yeah. whatever. My argument is, um, if that's true, if it's true that our ears get used to any speaker, then who cares then, right? Yeah. Just get any speaker, you'll get used mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. And mm, I, don't, I don't really believe that that's true. Because what does uh, listening fatigue come from? 
you know, that's sometimes I'll listen to a little speaker, too much highs. Yeah, right. Like You'll that. listen to speaker at first. You might think like, oh man, these are a little more detailed than I'm used to. Maybe these are good. And then you listen for a while and you're like, uh, that's not detailed. That's just, that's just too much treble. Right. right. After you too much trouble for, or too much treble. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so, um, for me, you know, it's not, it's not like, it's not like we're listening for, well, you may be China, but I don't listen for hours and hours at a time. I'll listen. I'll walk away. I'll come by the, come back the next day after listening to my reference system and I'll listen again and I'll walk away and I'll come back, you know, after a few days. I think that's a little bit different because our sense of anything, you get used to anything, right? So when you smell something for a certain amount of time, you get used to the smell and you don't smell it, right? Um, even like our eyes, right? Your eyes get used to that, you know, when when it goes into that night mode and your screen turns yellow, you get used to it and it doesn't look yellow anymore. So I think all of our senses do that, but w the way to fix it is you step away. Mm. Step away and come back and, you know, then you start getting a different perspective like, oh, okay. After So anyway, my point being on that one, I don't agree that that um, prolonged listening is detrimental to a review, right? I think the more you can yeah. go back to it after listening to other speakers too, um, that that's helpful. What do you guys oh, think definitely. about that? Definitely, 100%, 100%. To me, I think is because I've, I've seen several videos probably even over the past couple of weeks that are kind of making comments about just other people that they see in this space. Mm -hmm. And what I find it funny is the fact that, that they feel that, you know, their way is better. Mm -hmm. I could care less how somebody else reviews a speaker or an amplifier. I'm not going to watch somebody's video and go, Oh, he's, he's dumb because he does it this way. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's your channel. You do it yeah. however you want to do it. You have a relationship with your audience. Just like I've got a relationship with mine. I have a way of doing videos and, and my style, it might be different than yours, but unless I'm just putting out absolute incorrect information, my way is different. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I just think it's funny that it's this almost like an elitist kind of mentality that I'm better than you kind of deal. And it's like, whatever, you know, and I'm okay with that. You know, if you want to think that you're better, go for it, man. What? <laughs> I'm being oh, you're Reginald. 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 You're bad. Yes, it's true. You get used to that ugly woman oh, in bed with you. LOL. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> I married a gorgeous woman. And so uh, that's man. not, I have no idea about any of that. But um, so another thing that he's saying is like reviewing numerous speakers side by side. Like he talks about how JBL in their listening room, it rotates through the different speakers. And that is the, he kind of made it sound like that's the only way to do it properly. Mm -hmm. And I get like, you know, the comparative listening but uh, to me it's kind of like that isn't that what we're doing like when you when you change out your speakers and you kind of listen to the same tracks over and over right i do for me like he says like he uses eq so he eqs it and then goes back and forth but that's pretty easy for me to do like i turn direct on and off mm -hmm. i mean it's mm -hmm. not like we're not doing that no. you know how easy is that to do to, to just turn the eq yeah. on and off that you know so anyway I think my point is like, I think a lot of us do that. It's not just him that's doing that. Um, but yeah, to me, listening to different speakers in the same 
listening area. Sometimes I'll have them both side by side, and I'll go back and forth between between the two. It's not blind, but you know, you know. Um, so you can definitely that, tell yeah. like differences for sure, hundred yeah. percent. And I know like exactly what all these speakers sound like, even the Klipsch RF seven threes and the RP two eighties that I've had that I've gotten rid of like years ago. I still mm -hmm. know what they sound like. I still yeah. know what I had to do mm -hmm. to my equipment to make them sound good. Yeah. Right. I know on these tracks, I got to, I got to bring the treble down two notches, mm -hmm. you know, otherwise coming into that third hour. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that like really <laughs> harshy, like, ah, it's like some, something's coming at me, oh, oh. you know, <laughs> um, in the highs there. So, so yeah, I, I know exactly what I had to do and for all these speakers. And that's why I'm like, I was surprised that those Polks, those Polk floor standing speakers, they got more bass than those. Yeah. Than those new Elex. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, wow, dude, the price disparity on these things is insane. So, so um, yeah, what, do you, what do you think, Michael, on that? Like, you know, comparing speakers side by side. Now that you can hear yourself on your mic and you. Yeah. <laughs> so, one thing that's hard with comparing speakers is, and I've always wondered this, is you do have time. Especially, all right, so the first thing is, let's say you have two sets of speakers. Well, if you put a set of speakers on the outside and a set of speakers on the inside, technically yeah. they're in different positions, mm -hmm. you know, so there could be a difference there. Soundstage mm -hmm. could be totally different. The way it's interacting with your room could be totally different. Some people choose to alternate them. Mm -hmm. So you do like A, B, and then what, A, B? So yeah. they're... Yeah, you know, side by side. So they're equidistance apart. Yeah, right? and then you'd have to kind of like, I guess, scoot over to get yeah. in the, you know, depending on which set of speakers you're. Luckily, listening to. I don't have enough room, so I don't have that problem. I well, just, you know, yeah. have the to truth move is, the speakers. Uh, you know, the truth is really here. this, right? After reviewing so many speakers, we get the opportunity to review so so many speakers, and the truth is, there's some differences that are just so obvious sure. that it's almost not even. Absolutely. It doesn't matter where you put them. Like this right. is an obvious difference. Yeah. Yeah, right. Somebody told me on my HomePod review, like I compared them with bookshelves. We were like, "Oh, it wasn't a blind test." I'm like, "It, it doesn't matter if it's blind right. test or not. This is this is so obvious." Maybe some that's of the more intricate you stuff. Can't hear that. You should you should for the you know for the stuff that's where it's close. Some stuff is not even close, right? So mm -hmm. why would I waste my time, right? A lot of it is trying to be efficient with your time. Um, yeah. And then he also said, he also said um, that. Um, Hold on, let's see. Listening subjectively and looking at objective measure is a... Oh, so he talks a lot about training your ears, like how trained listeners do a better job of analyzing. Um, but he also says that, you know, that subjective listening is not very useful, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, all right, so my process is this. I listen first, right? I listen first because I don't like... When I see something in the measurements, it really starts making me focus in on that so that gets you know selective what is right. that selective whatever it's listening well, you've already you've already kind of got a listening but, you know of what these are going to sound like yeah you kind of have so i try not to do that right mm -hmm. but so i'll listen first and then i'll do measurements also but that's what i'm doing i'm training to make sure that what i'm hearing is lining up yeah, with sure. the measurements so doing this all the time you start getting to know like oh, okay I was wrong on that. It was actually this frequency. So that is a sense of training, right? Um, and you know what I'm talking about, right, Chana? When you're constantly 
trying to figure out you know yeah. when you're producing music for example uh yeah so uh like the fact that um i mean like i've been doing this for decades now where it's just like listening to the same song over and over mm -hmm. okay eh i think the hi-hat's a little too too hot over here in the chorus mm -hmm. bring that down okay now there's not enough hi-hat in the in the verse so it's kind of like you know you know hearing it sitting here in my studio closing my eyes listening to it again being like ah you know it, it's and it's these details i try not to get hung up on mm. but as a music producer because once it leaves my hand and goes to my mastering engineer you know i need to make sure it's at a certain level right mm. everything is at a certain level for each track before i send it to him because he's going to bounce back and be like hey man i need this here i need that here um whether that's panning uh mm -hmm. whether it's he's like i need some there's too much clutter in the center of the mix right i have to go back and change things so i try to do as much as i can before because i don't want to waste his time because well, then he charges me more you know well my, so my like, point just being when you're producing music if you're not accurate if you don't know which frequencies which sliders to touch right then you're mm -hmm. just gonna be messing around with like well i don't know Spinning the wrong dials. ones right if there's an issue you should be able to go directly to the ones oh yeah to get so my whole I, point is other people are doing uh, some sort of training. It's not just you, right? It's not just right. one person that's in the world doing it. You know, we're constantly, if this is your profession, you should try to get better, right? In whatever way, sure. you know, you know, Rocky's nope. training in the mountains and Drago's doing a different type of training. So, you know, they're all training. Right? So, you know what I used to do for, for ear training? And I do this, um, there's a, a, a software that helps you learn how to do subtractive synthesis, mm. right? Using a synthesizer. So it's an app Basically, mm -hmm. what it does is it gives you a certain amount of controls. Obviously, the beginning lessons, they give you like three or four controls. But when you get to the advanced, they give you like 15 controls right. and they play a sound. Do, 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 do. And you have to move the sliders to get the exact matching sound. And gotcha. in the beginning to like the middle of the course, easy for me. Right. Once we get mm -hmm. into like 20 controls, now I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, which one, because, what frequency range he's adjusting yeah well so so there's a few different ways to get the same sound and so what you're trying to to listen for is like okay um you know how is the envelope affecting the sound you know it's you know the attacks coming in hard or strong and then it's going to drop a little so there's a little bit of decay and then it but it does sustain quite a bit and then the roll off or the um the tails just cut off real quick. So you have next to, level, you know, bro. That's next level. That's, <laughs> no, yeah. You're on a whole, that's, that's a different, yeah. I'm just trying to so, figure out which frequencies are which. That's you know? child <laughs> DJ stuff right there. So, so, and, and, and basically you're like that, that's actually one of the ways, like when I was at musicians Institute and I was going through my guitar, um, improvisation class to learn how to solo and stuff. Mm. They're like, think of the sound in your mind and then find it on the guitar neck. And I was mm. just like, Oh, and then he's like, sing it out in your mind the melody you want and then find out where the notes are so you'll know which part of the guitar neck those notes lie and then from there after doing that for months on end then you're like oh you hear something you're like oh they're playing up here or the notes are up here in this frequency range yeah mm -hmm. right and that's how i like i used to sit in front of the tv and just um i don't know what like whatever tv commercial was on I would do, 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 use the third string to figure out what key they're in and then just start soloing over that because it's all because I don't know what they're because I was trying to yeah. train my ear to like recognize the key of whatever random music just happens to be on. So there's a bunch of different ways to train your ears on, um, you know, where those frequencies lie through, you know, 
through an instrument or whatever you know it happens to be just jokingly just jokingly sometimes i made a video where i pretended like i just drew out the frequency response after listening to the speaker but just you know it's good practice actually you listen to the speaker try to Draw out the frequency response and see how close you are to the oh, actual like your measure. You're like, you're like, here's the frequency response. <laughs> Just close your eyes. <laughs> but sometimes, like, it's like, oh, that's pretty close, but this is not at this range. It's over here. Right. So it's a, it's good practice to do that. It's weird, but it's something. If you're a reviewer, I think is is useful. Um, another thing that he said was that um, subjective listening. It, oh, so he's talking about how again subjective listening. He wasn't a big fan of how Aaron kind of does a subjective. Um, Listen, he said, I think he said him specifically, so that's why I'm saying um, that he listened to subjective and then he does a measurement and he thought that that was kind of useless to do that. And uh, to me, the subjective part is not useless because the measurements, although, you know, I, I like I'm saying 90, 95% agree, very useful, right? The measurements are very useful, but to a lot of people, they don't understand what the measurements mean. No. And we're not robots. Okay. So we're humans. Right. And I think a lot of these folks are, if they're entering the hobby, if you say, all right, well, it has this thing at three kilohertz, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? I don't know. If you don't have experience, you don't know what that means. Right. So again, we're here to, to teach people. And so, you know, he was even saying a lot of people aren't trained. So when you say three kilohertz, then what? What does that mean? If Michael says, hey, my thing, my subs go down to 10 hertz, what does that mean? These people don't know. But if you say it goes down to 10 hertz, stuff shakes in my other room, but I can't really hear anything. But stuff is shaking like crazy. Okay, well, that's something you can relate to. Chana mm-hmm. says my wine glasses Chana's are shaking. Got the wine glasses, that's you right. Got, you know, mm-hmm. it's a way to relate your experience. Reference. That's the whole point is to relate what you're hearing. And, you know, it could be what's being measured, too. It's about relatability. It's not about, like, that it's more important or less important. It's about they go together, right? I think that those two go together. So, anyway, I, I have a few more things. I, I wrote down my notes because yeah, I didn't want to. Um, so, that's the thing. We're human beings. Our whole point is to relate our experiences. Um, and then the other thing is that that I think the different reviewers have their own strengths and weaknesses, right? You know, what... One guy does is probably, you know, I'm not the best at everything. I'm pretty good at a lot of things, I think. You know, I try to, no, no, he doesn't think. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think I'm, I'm totally I, kidding. I, I, totally I, I think I'm good at the things that I think are important to me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Angela. <laughs> Amir's too busy trying to see who has a bigger clip. <laughs> yeah. So, it's a clipable um, measuring contest. Get it? <laughs> I, I think the whole point is to try to learn from others, right? So a lot of times, like, I'll learn from Michael or Chana in the way that they're doing things, right? Chana's, you know, sometimes I give some advice, you know, about, like, some camera camera or whatever, tricks, right? Um, so we're all learning from each other. It's not like, yes, you know, I talk to Aaron when it comes to something like clipple related or something very technical. I don't have to be the best at every single one, and I don't have to be the the go-to source you can be there's this one uh song you know everything to everyone you can't you just can't be that right absolutely i think it's fine to to take from different you know places um you know he said he also said like you know the reviewers like reviewers in general i don't think he's speaking to me but maybe some of these other other guys who do some nice b-roll he's or you know i don't want to say specifics but um you know, some people do nice looking videos and he said maybe they should just stick to just the features. 
like just talk about the features because they do a great job of that. But are you like, are they supposed to just talk about the features and not talk about how it sounded? That, like, are so they not going to talk so about the sound at all? Like, what do like you, you do? You can get that from their website. You yeah. know, you talk about right, the features yeah. and then what? I mean, like, for example, uh, Monolith Sub, we both have this Monolith Sub, right? I'm not going to do the CEA 2010 measurements outside, but Audioholics did, mm-hmm. right? Um, who is it? Uh, James Larson did those measurements. So in my video, I'm planning on saying, if you want more detail, go check out that yeah. review. That's no problem to me. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I think right? the thing is, though, is that we're not scared to say, "Chana's got a video on that. Go check it out," or somebody else on this platform. You know, I think yeah. Like too, if you want to know more, I think yeah. too many people look at this as like this competition thing. Yeah. You know, where they are compared meter sticks. Yeah. I could care less about your meter stick. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, well, to me, it's like if you've got a video on it and mm-hmm. I'm not doing a video on it, I'm going to point people to you. I've done that yeah. all the past three and a half years. And I'm totally cool with that. You know? And real quick, so Kanga says, is this reaction audio show? No. Well, this is a reaction to what he said specifically about other reviewers. So I am another reviewer. He probably wasn't talking about me specifically, but I think I'm allowed to comment on a topic. So this is a topic of discussion and I'm not, it could have been anybody else. It doesn't have to be him, but um, yeah, like I said, I agree with 90, 95% of what he said in that video. It's just that some of the other things I think is good to discuss. I mean, if he wants to call me up and, and discuss this, then, you know, I could be, I could be wrong sure. too. That's fine. I, I, I do like Reginald's comment here. You can never com- uh, contemplate the sound of, of a component by using only test tones. You must be able to listen to the complex timbres of each individual instrument. I would imagine that means just just listening to music in mm. general, as opposed to just because yeah. yeah. who's going to do that? I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. we'll do that. Uh, I but uh, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, and even and we totally know because Gracie, your daughter, is like, I need to test something. <laughs> and she's making the sounds, <laughs> which is hilarious. But um. Yeah, but my yeah, whole point, uh, my whole point. So, I, not to cut you off, Jana, sorry, but my whole point is not. Oh, my whole point is, you don't have to be right or wrong, right? There's, there's, it's okay to have different ways to do things, right? They're Aaron, Amir, they're great at taking the measurements and showing you all kinds of stuff that we didn't have access to before. Yeah. I'm 100 for that, right? Some other guys are are really good at telling a good story and getting you interested in a product. And, you know, some people are great at B-roll. That's all. It's all fine. Right. There's room for everybody. You don't have to say my my goal always has been to to bring myself up, but not have to step on anybody on the way up. Right. I'm not stepping on heads to bring myself up. I don't think that that's not my approach. Right. I think the whole point is let's bring everybody up. Right. Yeah, right. I, I love sure. what he's doing. I love I love all this stuff. It's there's more than enough. This is a fun hobby. It's, you know, life is good. Life is good. Yeah. Don't worry about that stuff too much. You got it. Uh, anyway, Matthew, that's it. Matthew Hilty has a nice little f- fun little comment. So if measurements are always better than subjective listening tests, what about frequency is emotional? What frequency yeah. range is fun? Is mm-hmm. there probably uh, stuff we can't measure yet? And yeah. oddly enough. There are if you you search on search on YouTube, there are different frequencies that do give people different feelings, and they've like yeah. 
tested tone. all the stuff. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the so speaker doesn't. That. But the speaker doesn't generate that. The music does, mm, wouldn't it? Yeah, the content. The, yeah, the, pe- the people who make it, right? It's, that's yeah. who's supposed to do it, not the speaker itself. Yeah. So the speaker is supposed to <laughs> just it, it just does. You don't want it to get in the way, right? We just want to be good at. It. I know. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, yeah, I didn't want it to be, come off as like something negative or anything like that because I've had Amir on and, you know, I've had him on twice. I had him at the Hi-Fi Summit. I invited him. And, uh, yeah, I have no issue. I have no issue with him. So it's more like if you can't discuss topics, what are we doing? Yeah. You can't. We can't disagree on certain things. I have to agree 100%. I don't even agree 100% with my wife. So... I probably don't even don't agree even, 100% with myself sometimes. I was just about to say that. I what don't think heck? I do sometimes with me. Yeah. Um, so and, anyway. And again, I think it's one of those things where, like, I know from the very beginning, I've never tried to come across as, you know, the authority on home theater. I'm simply sharing my experiences really from a consumer's perspective. When I review mm-hmm. things, I look at things as if, okay, what would I be interested? What are the things that I would want to know as a consumer, you know? And so that's kind of the approach that I take. Is that right? Is that wrong? I don't know. And I don't care. That's just who I am and how I like to do my, my reviews, you know, and you're going to review different Chana, Aaron, Amir, Gene, all of us. We have a different perspective. We have different experiences you know, and so I'm cool with all of them. So, yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. I think there's room for everybody. These, anyway, I just don't like it when people try to say like my way, yeah, exactly, or the highway. Or the highway. Yeah. You know, and then right. you start getting like people fighting over each weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, not worth it. I, I know one of the controversial things is the whole like speaker break-in thing, mm-hmm. and like people will ask, "Oh, well, did you?" There was this one guy who was just like, oh, well, you probably didn't break in those Elacs because there's plenty of bass. And I was just like, oh, no, I set up the speakers and I put them, you know, because they're not in my, I don't have a theater room. They're in our living room. Mm -hmm. So my wife and kid, dude, seven, eight, nine hours a day, those things get used and I wait a week and then then I start listening. So whether I, I I think it's an absolute BS, I think speaker is going to be a speaker, whether you start, have you guys... I remember when I was buying my S4, this whole mm-hmm. thing about break-in period, right? Like, oh, you got to, like, baby the car. Don't go above 4,000 RPMs. It's a V6, right. you know, 340 horsepower V8. Uh, sorry, a six-speed manual, not a V6 V8. Mm-hmm. Silly. Uh-huh. A six-speed manual V8. So I wanted to get, you know, the most amount of, like, you know, power out of it. And then have you guys heard of the Moto Man break-in? Mm. This, this is meant for, like, motorcycles, right? Mm. Okay. And so in this forum, this Motoman <clears throat> GP forum, whatever, this guy, um, he's saying that you need to, in the first 15 to 20 miles of that engine, you need to um, get it up to redline and then let it off so it engine breaks so the pistons can fire all the way 100% so mm-hmm. the seats, so the rings inside um, that section of the motor can seat properly. And that way you'll get the most amount of power and a longer longevity or longer life yeah. of the engine right so i was just like huh okay and there's like you know break in the speaker don't break in the speaker break in the engine don't break in you know don't drive it hard fucking do it <laughs> get in there it, and go like, like i don't i like the, the yeah. only reason i let i i put the speakers up there and just don't do anything for a week yep. 
is to appease all the other people that are like, oh, well, you didn't break in the speakers. Actually, yeah. uh, my wife yeah. and the kid did. Yeah. So, um, yeah. By the way, speaking so. on the car thing, uh, the old, I think, I don't know if it was on the my version of the M3, but the old M3, they wouldn't let you get to full power. Like, it would be like 100 or 200 horsepower less until like it broke in or whatever. And then you'd have to go and take it in for an oil change. And then it, they would unlock the rest of the power. So I have, I don't know. I don't know the details of. I, of I would that. just say, say you know, just just play the damn speakers and then yeah. and then go and then move on. But there are a lot of people that are very finicky. Oh well, you didn't take these three steps before you did your review, so this review means nothing to me. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. It means go, nothing. Go <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got. Anyway, what do, what do you right, guys got? What do you guys got? Mm. I want to show you guys some stuff. Um, because I, I, I DJ'd a wedding and you know sometimes you'll find the most simplest things can be the best solution <laughs> for multiple things. So I as you can see, I'm out here on the lake. This was a lakeside um situation. Right. And you notice this sheet right here? It's like um, a dead body under there. What do you got in there? Dude, it all it was all dead equipment at an hour into setup. All the equipment on my uh, facade here overheated. Oh what? wow! Music stopped. Everything Your stuff? stopped. Yeah, my stuff from the overheated. Heat? Just wow. just from it sitting there. Yikes! And so I'm like, oh crap! So I moved everything inside. Anything that was sensitive, right? That mm -hmm. has some sort of computer board in it. The little right. mixer, even that little Mackie mixer. Um, my controller, even the um, dude, my laptop. So I have a TV and the laptop, and the laptop is displaying like the custom logo and stuff on the front. Even the laptop was overheating, would not wow. work. It wouldn't show it. Nothing was happening. So I moved everything inside. And then we went to the other location where the ceremony was at. Guess what happened there? Yeah, it started raining. So thank goodness I put the sheet on here because all the power cables would have gotten wet. Oh, wow. And then when I got back to this location, it was constantly either drizzling or sunny to the point where it was going to overheat something. So sometimes the easiest solution is some random piece of cloth. <laughs> where, where was oh. that cloth? You had it or no? This is um the um the um at the venue. The um no the um the lady the coordinator had a couple of sheets in her car, and I'm like, yeah yeah yeah, give me one. What is that? We don't want to. Are those Martin Logans in the back right there, Chana? No, these are QSCs. <laughs> these are no, QSCs. no, I'm just joking. The the heater. Oh, the over heater. to the right. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I get it. You're talking about this guy, the space heater. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. So um, another thing I wanted to show you guys, um, because a lot of people ask me about monoprice cables mm -hmm. and why, and they ask me why I don't use them because right. after two to three years, they've failed. Mm -hmm. And so that's just my experience. So I use these HOSA cables predominantly uh, when I am um, doing any kind of live event. I've had them for six years now and none of them have ever failed. So, so you get a you get a lot of use out of them. I mean, like you're oh, I am like wrecking them. They yeah. they are getting wound up. They get stuck in the box. Sometimes yeah. I don't empty my car, so it's hot as shit. Like today, it was 110 degrees out in Bishop. Right. You know, box of cables was in the car, so they're still getting hot. And then when I put it in my storage unit, and it's winter. There's no like it'll get down to like single digits. So it'll get cold. So they do go through like a whole a whole lot of um, ice wear and tear, I guess. Yeah. Right. Angela yeah. said, why don't you have an easy up canopy? 
Dude, I do. There's just no room for that. Also, mm. if I need to bring that, I, I can't bring that with all my equipment, in which case I'm going to need another trip, which means I need to charge an extra two to $400 for that. Oh, all right. So, so yeah, and actually, yeah, what the messed up part is in on that deck, there is a shaded part with a natural shade with all these trees around it. And that's where mm -hmm. I'm usually at. But apparently the food person wanted the food in that area. And I'm like, oh, yeah. great. Oh, I can't food. argue with that. You know, people got to get fed. Food versus music. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> although oh, I got a tip from uh -huh. them and like. At the end of the night, I, you know, I was talking to the bride and groom. I was just like, hey, you guys, congratulations. And the bride was like, oh, my God, Chada, you were so awesome. Your mixes were awesome. Transitions were great. I was just like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, that's cool. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, oh, right. The husband's a DJ. He's like, because oh, he was like, really? he's like, yeah, man, I'm so glad I didn't have to DJ. And you did a yeah. fantastic job. So thank you so much. So that's he that's was like, was but uh, around 3K, it was a little hot, man. You got to. It was a little hot. Uh, yeah. Gotta, I'm like, you got to hey, EQ that out a little bit. What's that's those that? horns. That's those. Uh. Actually, you know what's funny? <laughs> is it is it on this picture? Because I actually do turn down the treble two notches because the QSCs are a little bright due to the horns. And if mm. you're in a shorter, a smaller area. It's definitely so noticeable. Rusty definitely sense. noticeable. So yeah, nice. Yeah, man. Crazy. Always, it's always good to hear your uh, your Things stories you learn, about being man. on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just a different perspective altogether, right? Because well, you're out it, there, even, you're playing music for other people yeah. to enjoy. And, it, and even the stuff that you're doing on the DJ side, I mean, that still translates to what we do here on YouTube. You know, it's about yeah. listening. It's about proper setup. I saw a. Um, comment where was it out right here so this is a good comment you know most people don't even set up their speakers correctly that's yeah, probably I'm a just, bigger deal than break-in you know uh, I mean? imagine imagine doing that like i do that every week when i set up in a new location right yeah, and yeah. so like this week's wedding um was supposed to be indoors now it's outdoors so now i have to change my setup mm -hmm. just because of that and then to make sure like even though we're outdoors if there's a wall protruding in front of the speaker what's gonna mm -hmm. happen yeah. The sound's going to bounce off that and come right back at us. Mm. So I have to make sure that that nonsense isn't happening as much as possible. There's some stuff that obviously I can't avoid. Um, need some Danley speakers for outside, man. That'd be sweet. Nah, Those man. Q QSC all the way. Those <laughs> things are awesome. And they got a six-year warranty. So if the amp breaks down, boom, send it in. They'll send me a brand new one. Um, Those are powered, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Nice. What if you went and like you EQ'd everything, like sound all perfect? In the mm -hmm. listening area, like you guys got to stay within this area here. <laughs> don't don't move. Right, don't, don't walk around. Too I got much. you. Don't, I got don't you get right drunk here. and walk <laughs> off to the side. Don't if you guys around, are in this you. one spot on the dance floor, you're awesome. You're <laughs> perfect, perfect. Which is why, like always, I see these pictures of these awesome speakers and like one chair. I'm like, man, audiophile's life is super lonely. Uh, like you know, they don't, they don't dance. They don't get up because once you get up, yeah. it messes up your whole experience. So it's yeah. inter interesting because you're playing music this is what the whole thing is about for enjoyment right the whole point yeah. is to get people to dance and uh -huh. have fun yeah. and have a great time isn't that the goal yeah isn't that the whole point i mean that's my job i, I actually work audio as yeah. as well right so um yeah um i did have a couple of things to yeah let's go to talk about to share okay first thing yeah. i was talking to uh joe about it wu-tang an american saga on hulu <sighs> all right hold on hold on let's tell me about this okay on hulu if you guys ever liked wu-tang clan you need to watch it's like this. a documentary i guess it's like a docudrama i guess 
Um, because it's like, uh, what do you call it? Um, the the RZA and Method Man, they're like executive producers. So this is trying to like paint a picture of like what was happening when they started. And one of the things that's interesting was there's just a bunch of beef. Everybody was beefing. Some well, people were cool. Huh. Some people, yeah. So Raekwon the chef and Ghostface Killer had some crazy beef. Raekwon went over to Ghostface Killer's house and shot it all up. Wow. And Ghostface Killer's got two crippled brothers and her mom and his mom. They were all there. So like, how, like the majority of this thing is their beef. What? Like, and, and we don't even know. Is this real? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, real? I, 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 think, I think it's real with them, them actually writing the stuff. So like if we want to be successful, I got to go, you got to go shoot up somebody, like one of my house. Maybe, no, but here, like here's the thing. If you look at um, uh, the Ghostface Killer album, right? Yeah. Iron Man, who's standing right next to him? Raekwon the chef. So clearly they put their beef aside to do this thing that was bigger than all of them. Right. Yeah. So um, really cool. And just, just, just really awesome how like they had individuals had record deals you know, and I, I don't want to give it away yeah, yeah, a yeah. whole lot, but like so that's awesome one, huh? That's cool. Dude, dude, we binged it from like Thursday night <laughs> until like we finished it last night because uh, obviously I couldn't, you know, watch anything um after the wedding, but like yeah. but like yeah, definitely. Um definitely if you guys like hip hop and if you ever liked Wu Tang clan, like and you have 36 chambers. Um, definitely check out this show on Hulu. It's Wu Tang, an American saga. There's ten episodes. I think they're trying to do a season two. Um, don't know yet. Um, nice. very cool. So that's I will one. check it out. I will yes. check it out. Yeah, because I I texted Joe. I was just like, dude, you got to see this shit. Like, this, you're gonna love it. You are gonna love it. Um, next thing is compare via prices or compare via specs. Um, <laughs> if you've seen in my video on the Denon versus Morantz video, um. I took the Denon 6700H and compared it to the Marantz SR7015. And I got a lot of comments um, from people saying, well, aren't you supposed to compare the 6700 with the SR8015 because those have the same specs, right. you know, and purely mm -hmm. like, and here's the way I review things, right? From a standpoint of a consumer, I'm not going to be like, okay, I got $2,500 for this receiver, what else is out there? Oh, well, there's this one for $800 more. And I'll be like, well, why am I even looking at that? Yeah. Right? Um, so that didn't make Much any sense matter, to me. Yeah. Um, right. Right. And when and Joe, Joe, when you oh. review speakers, don't you like keep it kind of in this price range? Yeah. Like if you're looking for a $500 a pair, you know, ELAC or Eclipse or... Well, whatever. you 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 called me. You called me and we talked about this specifically. <laughs> yeah. I was driving, right? Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. my, what was my, what was my response? I think I just said like, Somebody who's going to buy the Morantz is looking for Morantz is going to buy Morantz, right? Mm -hmm. They're looking mm -hmm. for Morantz, right? Mm -hmm. And the guy who's looking for just something within this price range, 800 bucks is huge. Yeah. It's a huge, unless. Yeah. It's almost $1,000, yeah. Unless they get a youth man deal, right? Right. Uh, well, it's usually a Chana deal, actually, when you're buying. And you get a deal <laughs> and you're about to buy a Denon and then, you know, there's a Morantz, you know, for the same price. That's, a Morantz I mean, from last year or whatever pops up that like, you know. But I get what you're saying. Um, they know that, right? Sound United knows they price it like that. They they know that the features are about the same on these models. But you know, some people see, want Morantz, right? I've run into the same thing on my channel. I think you can do both. 
I think there are times that, I mean, I've reviewed things and, and compared things that were way different in price, but let's say they were both 15 inch subwoofers. And to me, what that shows you, okay, what can you get mm. or do you get anything by spending an extra grand and they're both 15 inch subwoofers? You know, what is your money paying for kind of thing? But then also there've been times where I've had something very similar in price and you may be, but people will complain about that. They're like, okay, yeah, they're both same price, but you're comparing a 15 inch subwoofer to a 12 inch subwoofer. That's not fair. Mm. Well, yeah, it is fair because like you said, some people are on a budget and they're looking at what can I get with that amount. And so maybe the 15 inch, you get more output, more excursion, whatever with the same amount of money. So I think there are times where either one of those would be applicable. Well, mm. you're talking from the same amount of money. So again, we're back to price, right? Right. Right. Whereas like, I think what's happened is people have been used to comparing spec versus spec because who does that? Because the manufacturer, manufacturer does, does do that. that. Sure, and yeah. the salespeople do that. Yeah, sure. Right. Because they want to train the consumer. Oh, well, this costs more. Right. You get the same stuff. It just mm -hmm. costs more. Right. And some people are like, well, why would I want to pay 800 bucks more for the same thing? Yeah. Right. Uh, I know someone was like, hey, well, none of these sound good. You got to get an RCAM or uh, an Anthem or an NAD or whatever. I'm like, okay, yeah, you can put those in the comparison. Sure. Yeah. But we wouldn't be comparing the Denon 6700 or the Marantz 7015 to the Anthem 11, 1140 at right. $3,500 because it's $1,000 more. We'd be comparing it to the um, 740, which is $2,500. Coincidentally, Anthem just raised their prices by $1,000 for the 1140. So it's now $3,500. Wow. So if you guys didn't think inflation was happening or yeah. these uh, shipping it's delays and this. It's happening across the board, man. We're seeing across the board. Up. Prices are going up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's one of those things because I know, Mike, you are you are someone that you, you, you want to pay for something, you're going to pay that much, right? Like you're, if you're looking for, you're trying to help your daughter or whomever, son, trying to find a car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. $15,000. Yeah. $15,000 is what we're going to look at. Um, so you'll have some 14,000 options, 15,000, maybe a 16,000, but you're not going to toss in a 23,000 yeah. or a 25,000. Like that's stupid. But yeah. in audio and electronics, they do, do that all, shit the, time, all yeah. the time. Like yeah. why? Like, and people just fall for it. And here's what I want to say. Don't fucking fall for it, man. Okay. Don't. Oh, the new the new Onkyo has got Direct Live, nine channels uh, for Atmos, and it's eleven hundred bucks. Okay, cool. So for comparing to specs, NAD T seven seven eight nine channel Direct Live three thousand dollars. Who's gonna Who's gonna ever put those two sure. in comparison to purchase? Nobody. Yeah. And this is why you guys got to stop get get that shit out of your head. And you, you as a consumer, because it's your money. Yeah. They don't give They don't give a shit what you buy. These companies. As long as they, you keep buying their shit, that's, that's it. Right. And they're going to find some way to, you know, get you to buy something in the next two to three years. Just, just you wait and see. This yeah. is what happens all the time. I see this all the time. And, and it's just, and it's just a trend because this is because they got to make money. This is, this is what they're going to do. They're trying just, to last. Huh? They're trying to last in this game, man. You know? Yeah.
Yeah, and I, I know for I know like for sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. AV receivers are the caboose end of the technological train. Like the any kind of new advancement, have it, it'll happen in AV receivers last because yeah. that's just just the way it works because they are just so slow to get things out. And you saw what happened with Dead and Morant's Yamaha last year. They wanted to be the first to have 8K and HDMI 2.1. What the fuck happened? That shit got fucked up. So now Pioneer, Onkyo, and a couple other manufacturers are going to capitalize on this situation this year um, if they can ever get this stuff out. So it's supposed to come out in June. Now it's like October, November for these new receivers. What are the chances um, that um, Sound United comes out with uh, AVR that looks different? What is your what do you, what do you think? Like next year, different oh, look to it. Something completely. that doesn't have two knobs and a center display and center controls. Uh, I don't know, man. And maybe an upgraded display. I, That's what they, they need an upgrade I, on that I, display. I, well, I asked them that. That was one of my comments on it. I'm like, man, I love this, but can we get something just somewhat different? Man, I like the style of Morant's. And their reply was really, you know, this is who we are. This is we're not. Nah, that's not. We don't plan, we don't not plan on getting rid of the porthole. I'm dead serious. They don't plan on getting rid of the porthole. It's like that's that's part it's of time. Our, like, it's somebody, time to change. Somebody commented up. too. That's like the Morant submarine. Yeah, <laughs> <I> started <laughs> laughing. You know, it's actually going to be a. It, it would actually be a cheap uh, upgrade if they kept What's almost that? everything the same, but made it like a cool touchscreen on the front. Oh. Dude, that's a, a cheap face- upgrade. Do you know how many times like Audi does a facelift? They'll have a car in production for seven or eight years in that body style, but they'll do a mid-cycle refresh and yeah. they'll change the front bumper and rear bumper. Right? That's it. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. This is right? a little. Look. Yeah. Oh, we got this. some. We got some super chats. Let's not ignore those. Oh, we got Chris Windham. Anything new show up at Armour? I mean, if they have it, yeah. I mean, of course they're going to have new stuff. I mean, everybody wants to show off their new stuff. I was, you know, heading up to Cedia, talking with brands. They're like, hey, Michael, we got some cool stuff, man. We want you to cover it. I'm like, man, I'm down. Let's do it. And then now a lot of them are backing out. I mean, a lot of companies are backing out of Cedia. So, yeah, I think so hopefully a lot of stuff at, at our app. If, like I said, if they have it. Hi-Fi Summit. Um, Let's make it happen. If, they're, if these are going to be canceled, and I hope they're not, actually. I hope they're not canceled. I hope, you know, I don't yeah. wish that on any show or anything like that but if they have new products that they're not going to be able to show hopefully they'll do something at the hi-fi i mean to show something right i think i think i have an appointment with mantle mount they got something cool oh really yeah hey i was just like oh hey i I love your guys products i don't own one at all but i think it's probably the coolest thing i've ever seen if anybody needs to mount a tv above their fireplace probably the best option that's one that drops down right yeah, you can. I, yeah. yeah, they have like a full Pretty motorized cool. one, or like any Pretty you cool. can just pull it down. So you're not doing this whole neck up thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, so we have you know? this one. Chris also says quality of THX approved products. You know what? I don't know what the specs are, right? So I don't think anybody really knows what it means to be THX certified. They don't tell the manufacturers either. But I do know that that's a level of certification. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you know it's not going to be pure garbage. Like if it has yeah. that stamp. I don't know what it means exactly, sure. but for the most part, it's not going to be trash. I think the key to remembering on the THX certification is that you can have a product that meets or exceeds those THX levels, but they just chose not to pay the licensing fee to get that stamp of approval. Mm. 
Mm -hmm. So yes, in one way, it does mean something for those that chose to do that because you know they met that. But it does not mean that you know another brand or another line or another product that doesn't have that doesn't mm. meet those standards. If that makes sense. Correct. I agree with that. Yeah, and I, I, when we talked to Hobie about it on the monolith stuff, because it's, yeah. <laughs> it also THX everywhere, right? Well, he He's chose like, to do it because they're trying to break into this market, correct, and so yeah. they have to. Sh that's a way for them to show credibility. Same yeah. thing's happening with Perlison. Perlison, nobody's heard of Perlison because they're a brand new company. They come out with a THX Dominus, so that's a certification that Hobie tried to get with the mm. I think the M215. He wasn't able to achieve that. Perlison mm. comes out of the gate being able to to hit those levels and hit that performance that says something okay i may not know who perlison is but they've got that stamp of approval on the mac daddy level that nobody else has been able to do that says something so yeah i think there is some merit something. there but but yeah I, I wouldn't not only i wouldn't not buy something just because it wasn't thx certified so right because yeah, it's got another right? question yeah, what what's the other speaker company that does THX? And I know, um, well, per listen, oh, Onkyo used to do it. Oh yeah, yeah, On their home Onkyo theater in the box had a yeah, little. Yeah. Home. Yeah. Onkyo used to be actually Onkyo AVRs do THX because I was just looking at them today yeah, while I was I'm at saying. the DMV. Yeah, um, um, but as far as speakers are concerned, I know Miller and Kreisel, mm. Kreisel. I don't know how you pronounce it, but M and K. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see that. Yeah, really? he does, um, does THX. They've been, wow. they've been doing it since I, you know, started this, you know, journey like back in the nineties. Um, I wonder yeah. if it has anything to do with the frequency response because I know I'm, I'm guessing it has to do with loudness. Klipsch? is that a Klipsch? Yeah, that Klipsch does THX. No way. Speakers? Yeah, yeah, dude. These are my little Star Wars edition little bookshelf yeah. speakers. They I mean, just, they just, say, just saying thanks. Yeah, <laughs> Klipsch, thanks. <laughs> hey, send me some money. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Yamaha was the first. Klish has a THX home theater setup. Tim Perry yeah. says, yep. There's quite a few. Um, Monolith has their THX reference series speakers. Well, I say reference series, but they've got their THX line. So, yeah, so there's quite there's a few. There's different levels too, right? Mm -hmm. So Correct. I'm sure there's those... Like THX Select. There's THX... Those aren't Dominus uh, certified. Those no. those desktop ones these you are, have there. These are, no, these are the THX Minimus. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Right. Oh man, that's Too why much. we do this. You know, Too much. That, that made my day. Thank you. Yeah. It's fun, man. It's fun. They don't work though, so I got to replace them with these. Boston. They, they don't work. No, they don't. Dude. So, so now, is it, now is it thanks, Klipsch. These, yeah. <laughs> these don't work. Because you didn't send me any money, I'm going to tell everybody they stopped working after 10 years. So. Oh, <laughs> okay. 10 years. 10 years. I got, after 10 years. I got good use out of them. I got good use out of them. But yeah, they're not really working. So I bought some old school. Also, here's what I'll show you. Oh, hang on. Uh huh. So this. All right. What are we looking at here? So. I bought these off of eBay. Now these are old school Boston acoustics um, computer speakers. So they come a little a subwoofer, and then they've got the you know the three you know volume and uh, probably, I think bass and treble on the other uh, satellite. Right. But the reason why I got these, like I said, these broke. But 
these are the speakers that came with the gateway speakers. I mean, the gateway computers back mm. in the Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's how old these are. But I'm just, I'm not really finding really good small speakers like this. I mean, I know you can get like the Elax. I know you can get, you know, some of these bigger bookshelves. I just don't have the physical room at this desk. So I yeah. wanted something small and compact. So, man, I went super old school, man. These things are probably at least 10 years old, but they sound great. Well, what's the, what, what kind of deal did you get on them? Uh, I think I paid like 50 bucks. 50 so, bucks. All right. Yeah. Shipped. So, well, the crazy thing is there, everybody else wanted like a hundred, 120. And I'm like, y'all are smoking crack. Cause that's like an old speaker. And so I just patiently waited it out and got a, a youth man deal on them. So yeah. Does it come with a sub? It does. That's yeah, it's called your chest. Let's see this. Uh, you got to make the face. Oh, he yourself. picked it up with one yeah. hand. <laughs> Talk about a SB three thousand micro. <laughs> Dang. Oh, I guess it would hand. be a PB PB three thousand. See, I'm ordered. excited to get those set up, but just gotta take some time to get this desk moved out because it's like a big credenza desk. So I've got to yeah, move the whole thing away and you know get it set up, but. Interesting. So that's can that's we, my new my new toys. Can we have Phil on one? You know what? We haven't had Phil on in a while. If we're yeah. talking about the same Phil, it's been about a year. Phil Jones, um, I miss. He's Phil, got a man. lot going on. I know he does. Got a, I, I talked to him a week ago, and I love talking you know, to Phil. Is he still doing his on. projector thing? That yeah, project? yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. He's got a lot going on, and then he's he's in charge of getting the um, theater at the headquarters of Sound United done. And right. they are going crazy since they got B and W. It's all a full B and W like setup with all these crazy BMWs and like yeah. the amplification yeah. for those yeah. <laughs> nuts. So like the he he sent me the equipment rack shots and he's like, now I just got to cable it. You know, I'm a little <laughs> I'm I'm a little upset because we went to uh, Legoland, yeah, which is like the same exit. Like I could I didn't know I should have thought Legoland for the kids. And then afterwards, I'm going to Sound United to go do a tour. But I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. He keeps inviting me down there. I'm like, man, I'm just not in San Diego area. And then Joe's closer. Still quite a drive, though. Not yeah. that fast. But maybe another reason to go to Legoland. So y'all mm-hmm. are funny, man. If Phil said, hey, Michael, come check this out, man, I'll jump on a plane. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, traffic is like, you know, traffic. I thought you were going to say you'd just drive over, but nah, you know, <laughs> a 45 minute drive turns into like a three hour drive real quick. <laughs> Got to go at the right yeah. time. But yeah, no, I, I definitely do want to do that. We, we've talked about maybe uh, going over there and doing some kind of, um, um, I, I invented this new thing, Michael. It's like a tour, like a theater tour. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk around and probably on a gimbal. Hit it, man. I'll do a tour of the place. I've invented it. So hit it, man. You're, nobody's you're ever done it. You've invented like, it. You're the man, man. I would I would totally do that. Heartbeat. Yeah. So anyway, that's the idea. Maybe, maybe one day if people are interested in that. I would one, maybe once class. they're all set up, because I think they're oh, still yeah. setting stuff up too. For sure. No, see, so that's probably a no-go for Sound United. So yeah. at least the word that I've been getting. Um, so a lot of main companies, Sony's backed out. Um, oh man, I mean, it's just gonna be like me, Mike, and, and Ike hanging out. Yeah, like, this is all gonna be Mantle Mount and, <laughs> and us, jo- what? And us Mount. Jokers. <laughs> that sounds terrible. 
three dudes on a metal mount? Man. <laughs> fantastic. That's wrong, man. On yeah, so many I know. It's, it's fantastic. It's hilarious. Um, um, so let Len has this uh, comment here. Uh, were you guys impressed at all with Yamaha's new flagship AVR? And and this kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier, uh, Len and guys, is that they try to get you with this word, mm-hmm. right? They take two words and they put them together. Flagship. Mm-hmm. What the hell does this mean? Oh, this is our best thing. This is our best thing. $3,000. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me I only get three immersive audio formats, one of which is just coming you know, down the line on a firmware update. And I only get 11 channels of processing and power for $3,000. Other companies are doing way more than that. Um, yes, they do have some really nice DACs. But you guys realize these DAC chips that are really, really nice are only like $150, 200 bucks. I could drop that in in another one. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, you if you really want, you can add that on at some other part of the chain of the signal if you need to. But the bottom line is, like, until Yamaha does something better with Wipeout, like, I don't think three thousand dollars is is. But that's 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 me, yeah. right? My <clears throat> my living room is a complete clusterfuck. Well, you, a, hold as, on a, from from you, a like room correction standpoint you've done you've reviewed a yamaha recently right so some of their yeah it's like a stuff. 15 1500 you know unit um, so how was so how was y or whatever they call it how was it did you get to try it out is it good yeah i try yeah of course i tried it i mean you the you key that's the room correction so you can't yeah. not so, have um well, in order how, in how order did do? how did it do okay in order from least to best okay we've got sony i don't even know what it's called <laughs> pioneer don't know what that's called macaque yeah, ma- 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 yeah ma- or something. Ma- <laughs> oh, then then we have um accu eq for the uh-huh. onkyos right then wipow then odyssey then it's anthem room correction <laughs> And I think I think I haven't experienced Dirac in my living room. This is everything I've re- I've I've experienced in my living room. Mm-hmm. Dirac, I have not. I've heard it at a trade show a, mm-hmm. in a hotel room, which mm-hmm. normally sucks ass for mm-hmm. any kind of sound. Um, but it sound but a five point two sounded way better than an Atmos system with Dirac Live uh, coming from an audio control process. I'm so excited for your audio control. Oh, I I I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Now, since Pioneer and Onkyo have added Dirac to their newest receivers, this is also a, a different thing. Oh, yes. Room Perfect. Yeah, that's know, for I the ballers. I, I don't have a Macintosh or a Lingdorf. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not ball. That's I'm not fancy. balling like Don. Don. That's fancy uh, stuff right there. Yes, yes. Yeah, anything with say, anything I that did, has D O R F in the name, <laughs> that's just way a, too expensive. I did, I did hear Don's Lingdorf, and I'll be yeah. honest, it was pretty stinking impressive. It sounded super, super clean, man. <laughs> really cool. And they've got totally different sounds for their instead of the whoop. Yeah, it's totally different, man. It was cool. Yeah. So and so that's here's here's uh, Croson. Um, you know what, uh, Croson. Um, the, the iPhone dictation always changes your name to croissant. Cause I put that, <laughs> I put that in the group chat and it's like croissant. I'm like, Oh damn it. Croissant. They're like, Chris, Mike and Joe are like croissant. Um, and, and you know, 
it it, it kind of stems off this this uh you know I, I was planning on making a video about this too because um mm -hmm. somebody in a facebook group was like hey i'm looking at yes he didn't <laughs> yes exactly angela croissant um in the um facebook group they're like oh hey you know i'm looking at a new av receiver you know what should i look for da, da, da. someone was like yamaha I've been with Yamaha for the last 15 years yeah. and it's fantastic. And in my head, I'm like, you are not the right tried. person to give yeah. any fucking advice, bro. Yeah. Like you haven't tried AccuEQ. You haven't tried Odyssey. You know, and in 15 years, a lot yeah, has changed. changed. Everything mm. has and, changed. And so it's like, it's hard to like, you yeah. know, luckily in the past three years, I've had all of them except for um, Dirac and of course, Room Perfect. Those are the only two ones that I haven't had um, experience in my space. Mm -hmm. And like I was saying earlier, my audio MySpace is a complete, complete. When's the audio control coming in, bro? Oh, uh, it's it's like another month or so. Ah, so have yeah, have man. any of you up. ever have any of you ever experienced emo Q? What's emo Q? Is I'm this a, uh, is this a, is this a new music thing that you're into, Mike? Emo Q, nah. <laughs> emo Q, literally. So emotiva before they oh, went with oh, the rap Q. back uh. in the day. So 15 years. Well, it's probably been like 13 years ago. I bought a a UMC one. So that was way predecessor to the RMC one and UMC two and all that. So it had emo Q. It was it. That's exactly how you spell it. <laughs> It was actually, it was terrible. And that's why they got rid of it. You should, it you know what? You should, I always tease you about your thumbnails. Yeah. You should do another one. Sad face with like dark hair. <laughs> sad. So some makeup, some e mascara. Emo Q any good? Is it good? It was bad. But yeah, they got, um, they got rid of it. And <laughs> I don't know why this makes it. Well, think about it. They're trying to come up with their own proprietary software that these other companies have been just doing for decades, literally. And they just mm. never could get it to work. I think, I mean, Emotiva, I love the brand. I love the company. I think they make some great products. I've just never been. <laughs> wait, wait, Snoots. Go to Snoots's comment. Where is he? Where is I'm he? Telling <laughs> like five minutes segment with a teenager's questions. <laughs> oh gosh, Woo! that's fantastic, man. But yeah, so um, but I'm glad they went with direct. I think it's a much better choice. So, nope. Yeah, it. man. Um, hey, so, we're almost up on time. Anything else that we want to talk about? Any new videos coming up that you guys have that are, that we should look out for? I got some new Martin Logan. Um, no, I'm sorry, DevTech. DevTech subwoofers coming. Dude, those are way off, bro. No. How, do you, how do you get Martin Logan so, from Def so, Well, here's the reason because I've also I was talking with Martin Logan today about possibly doing a home theater tour. I uh, got a massive uh. home theater, so I had Martin Logan on the brain. But yes, yeah, so Def Tech, two of their 15 inch subwoofers that they just uh, announced not too long ago, probably about a month ago. So those should be coming in. Um, possibly we'll be getting in a new Vava. Vava's got a new. Uh, series of or not new series but just a new ultra short throw projector so might might be getting that in there so aaron this is youtube not only fans <laughs> oh gosh yeah well he said he's uh, taking a shower anybody want to oh oh, oh no and uh tristan jones here is right i do have a <laughs> brand new monitor which is very interesting because it's 43 inch thousand dollars and all the gaming features work, whereas this 55-inch Sony that's 1200 bucks 
gaming features are coming next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and in HDR game mode, whoo, what is it? What, as what is fuck. it? Oh, some random Chinese brand. Oh, no, no, it's by Gigabyte. It's by Gigabyte. My oh, okay. those are two different brand. companies random Chinese brand and Gigabyte. That's like, <laughs> okay. Well, it's called the Ow Aurus. 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 I don't know. Walrus without the W. <laughs> wow. No, your, your review is um, going to be spectacular. It's. Uh, I actually uploaded a short today. It's a sixty-second unboxing. It's. I, I shot it all vertically. It's. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's what you got. You got. You got that. What else? Anything else? Uh, the Revon. The Revon. Um, oh, everybody's excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't also, even care about oh, Blu-rays, and I. I, I want to see what it's about. There is. There. Okay. So somebody put up a review uh, video already. Dude's had it for two days. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, I saw. Um, he's in the other, like another country, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's Australia. Um, so there is, there are some hidden, hidden features of this that they are not advertising that actually make this thing very compelling for those that need it. So mm, it must be illegal. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Uh, not like yeah. sharing people's video libraries. <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It probably does. That's what it does. Oh man. Oh yeah. Sorry, Jacob. Yeah, I gotta try new stuff. It's YouTube. It's constantly changing, man. Yeah, man. Um, pushing short, it, man. The shorts are definitely different, man. Yes. I'm even I'm doing my first short. Yeah, you did. You try to you try different? to freak okay. everybody out. I'm gonna really gonna miss my daughters or my speakers. Could you tell me which one it is? <laughs> I love it. Thought I'd love have it. some fun with it. My first did, short. So did yeah. you already do the monolith uh review? I have not done my review because of everything that happened over the yeah. weekend and <clears throat> So that's kind yeah, of feel the pressure. I feel like, man, if I don't get it out and Michael's already doing his, I feel like, man, yeah. gotta hurry up. I got to do it. I got to do it today. Crank I got to do man. it today. Crank it's just, it you know, you got to hook it up. You got to redo your whole system. Mm -hmm. So I do want to, I do want to, you know, do all that. Yeah. So that's all I got. I got that coming up. What else? Uh oh, there, there. I got some I random stuff. Doing TikTok. Yeah, some people were saying that, like, you man's on TikTok? Yeah, dude, he's Sorry, dancing at the be, store. There won't be any dancing. Nah, dude. <laughs> I ain't gonna be doing pop, 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 That pop. one song, Shorty, got a big old booty. Mike's all dancing to that. <laughs> no. I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. Totally kidding. Hey, but there totally is this one, this one, um, this one dude who um copied this bella porch thing she's just like standing there and this drone is flying around her she's just doing this and it got like 10 million views so he did it and he's got like 30 million views so i don't know mike you could just stand in the field do this yeah. <laughs> you know have a drone no, what was his dance last time i'll just stand on he says his little the, the dance that they do in the He's like, not a lot of people dance in the church. Oh, oh, oh the yeah, church. yeah. Oh, the church. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did this. Oh, dude. <laughs> Hashtag church dance. Dude. There it is. Do it. up. It will blow. Why am I just coming up with shit? You know, you're just on people. fire. I don't, and I don't by the it. way, wasn't there a challenge at the beginning of this that if we mention or not mention something? Yeah. Yeah. I did not mention it at, at all. Hey, Where's hey, that at? Hey, baby. You thought I forgot. Oh, yeah. I did not forget. I need a kajing sound. Where's that? Where's them super chat, man? Anyway. Anyway, let's let's hop backstage. We got the after show, right? Let's do it, That's man. Right. Let's have some fun. That's right. Thank you guys, everybody, for um, hanging out here. This is the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. We do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you're new here or watching the replay, 
do yourself a favor and hit that subscribe button here on the Daily Hi-Fi YouTube channel. And if you're wondering what this after show is, go to patreon.com slash daily hi-fi and, you know, sign up and you will get the link for the video chat, which we are about to jump into in the next few minutes. So if you are a patron of Daily Hi-Fi, we will see you in just a few minutes for all those normal people <laughs> sorry oh, we love you guys <laughs> it's all good yes we love you for hanging out uh we will see you guys next week don't forget to subscribe to all our channels uh youth man joe and tell techno dad and uh we'll see you not next aaron's week. oh yes that's right i forgot aaron's not here out of sight yeah. out of mind don't forget to subscribe to aaron's audio corner as well i think the links are down in the description anyway have a good one we'll see you next week peace yeah wow. bye pal